You got to do the well hello there. Well yeah. hello there. I <laughs> yeah, totally forgot about the that's well hello it. There. Obviously, that's this it. is how we're starting the podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> God damn it, you fans <laughs> cartographers. How's your summer been? It's been so long. Oh my God, I've missed not hearing your voices, all of you listeners. Um, we've got, uh, we're finally back, obviously, Dave and Tyler. I don't know so why I said it, obviously, but Dave and Tyler are with me today. Obvious, obviously. Yeah, who, I mean, who else obviously. would be here? I don't know. Drew occasionally shows up. Drew has been a, a founding member, been most of the podcast episodes, but man, I, I don't know. I, I think he might drop off. Like his interest is disappointing to say the least. I, he texted me today and said, um, I, a work retreat is keeping me. Work? <laughs> oh, there you More important. He's acting like it's not the middle of July or something. Like, gotta, gotta get your priorities straight, man. I mean, you, Dave, you had a pretty big life event that happened earlier this year, right? Yeah. Um, I guess two things. No, I, I (laughs) 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 had, uh, yeah, my wife and I had a, had a daughter at the end of February. Um, so have a, have an almost five month old, you know, running around the house, cheering about the Rams Super Bowl uh, just before she was born. Can't wait to fit into her six six month onesie. Um, I was telling Byron before you got on, Tyler. I got the six month, the nine month, the one year. Like we're we're ready to go. You know, hopefully, hopefully have uh, some opportunity in February to to buy another another version of uh, some Rams Super Bowl gear. So. You really no, want to no. dominate those. Uh, you want to dominate those early baby <laughs> pictures with as just as oh, yeah. much team oh, memorabilia yeah. as you possibly can. Yeah. You know, my I, as a parent, I have not had much opportunity uh, <laughs> to to don my child in championship gear. So I'll be living vicariously through you, Dave. Uh, you're on an incredible journey. Congratulations to you. <laughs> uh, could you rank in order which of those two life events? Uh, was more important and more fulfilling for you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I can joke, but definitely, definitely, yes, the, definitely the, the Super Bowl, the right? <laughs> no, definitely, Elsie <laughs> no, uh, being born, um, definitely, definitely more important. All right, well, very, very we're not here to discuss sappy things like this. We're here to discuss <laughs> the map fantasy league. Thank God it's back. There's been a hole in my life for the past, what, seven months? And now it's finally going to get filled by really inane chatter about things that we can't really control and is mostly luck-based. But I swear to God, it's just because I'm so good is the reason I won last year. <laughs> uh, uh, and I just you know you, my first reference to me winning this year. We'll need to start a create a counter. Yeah. Um, can you show me that that trophy you got? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. For all our YouTube listeners, uh, I just kind of want to explain... After winning the championship 2021 Rockville Cartographers, the owner uh, got all of the key members a, a jersey. Uh, one half of it is the Seahawk. You know we're not on YouTube, so you don't have to show it. You can. Yeah, oh, our no, YouTube no, 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 listeners no, no, are no, no, really no. going to appreciate We've had YouTube episodes, Dave. Oh, do we? In the early beginnings, I have a map. <laughs> I have a map, fancy map uh, YouTube channel as well. 
Yeah, I believe oh. that's how Tim used to listen to it. Anyways, you've got the Seahawks on one side for Russell Wilson, MVP of the Super Bowl, mind you. On the other side, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs for Patrick Mahomes, the number 18 for Justin Jefferson and Deontay Johnson. Little extra work that number's pulling. And of course, on the back, the MVP. Oh, he, he forgot his name. I can't remember his name. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor. Oh, Jonathan Taylor, there yeah. it is. <laughs> RB1 forever. Oh, God. Oh, it's man. so great to have me back and just fucking forgetting players' names already in the season. Uh, yeah, wearing a Taylor jersey. <laughs> I, I remember Taylor. No I just, in that room. I just couldn't remember the first name. Yeah, Carl Taylor <laughs> got his jersey on. All right, all right. Let's get on to the podcast because I don't want to stay up all night. Um, let's see here. So, First things first, we have the September 4th live draft. It's happening at my house, Iamsville. You know what? I'm not going to repeat this. I'm not going to give my address out on the podcast. That's a terrible idea. But <laughs> but yeah. you've already got my address. There'll be you know. so many people just showing up at your doorstep. I mean, All our audience, you know, our dedicated what, listeners. a surge 18. of... 30 people at one point in the middle yeah. of the season who all dropped off by the end, but nevertheless, a surge. Oh. Um, Get them so hooked anyways, early. We're going to have the live draft. But the important thing, and one of the questions that I wanted to raise to my guests is, or, or I should say co-host, uh, what we've been doing a email rookie draft for, you know, since the inception of the rookie draft. And, you know, I feel like there's a little bit more we can do. You know, I feel like we need to have the live draft. What, what, what do you guys say? A live rookie draft, excuse me. So there are um, there are some rumors floating out there. Mm, that mm, I know you were house shopping for a while mm. and things didn't go your way. And then, um, Year and a half. you know, they the house just didn't seem to have everything you're looking for. And r- rumor is this house has a stage with an AV setup and kind of the perfect rookie draft conditions. Um, and probably, I mean, you can be honest, probably the reason you bought the house was because of that setup, right? Dave, you know, two years ago, I projected myself as winning the fancy map. <laughs> and that's when I started realizing that we were going to need a new facility to house yeah. the team. And so, you know, one of the things that I was looking at was a, uh, as a necessary thing for my new house was at at least a 4,000 square foot barn with Mm -hmm. a stage. And as Mm -hmm. you said, AV equipment so that we could do, so that I could get up on stage and announce to everyone how great I am. And then obviously (laughs) do whatever else we could do in that room. But yes, we do have a barn. We do have a stage. And this is a vision, everyone. So I want you to close your eyes, right? I want you to look up, pretend you're in a barn, look up, and you see in the rafters each one of the fantasy championship winners of this league having a banner. I mean, you're going to have to ignore how many Rams are the best banners there are, but, you know, just try to ignore that part. Uh, and, And you finally see your team up there what 2025 2026 however far away it is i don't know maybe it's in this year and then all of a sudden roger goodell goodell's voice comes in and says welcome to the map fantasy podcast or wait no the rookie drafts 2022 
that's the kind of thing that we could have, except without Goodell, it would probably be Dave or Tyler. He has a better well, our commissioner, Justin, Justin yeah. O'Brien. Justin, yeah, Justin. I'm, yeah. I'm personally looking. I'm personally looking forward to hearing Justin's voice. Oh call yeah, out 32 names that I'll be missing out on as I don't have a, a pick <laughs> in this draft. Uh, so can't wait uh, to watch him have to get up out of his seat uh, 32 times <laughs> over 320 minutes and just have to call out each of these names, uh, including unironically his own. Oh yeah. So, I think he has like three first round picks. He'll be, he'll be up there a lot for himself. My division pretty much dominates the draft. I think we have like more than half of the rookie <laughs> <laughs> draft picks. Uh, uh, but yeah, that, I, I feel like it would be fun in all seriousness. Uh, just doing the a live events are always better. And this is one of those things where if we had a five minute timer, people were getting up. I think it would be a lot of cool trade negotiations happening on the side. Um, you know, the Ryan brothers, hopefully, well, well, at least one of them will probably be there. Maybe not. I don't know. They could still hold us all up. I, I didn't, I didn't factor that in, but still everyone else right there. I don't know. I think it would be awesome. Yeah. For those not there, we'll just do like a zoom call or something. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, of course. Obviously 16 people, uh, holiday weekend, hard to coordinate schedules, but we would love to see a 100% attendance. Uh, well, I think if you get one Ryan brother, that counts as two, right? So 15 out of 16. Right now, we've got 14 said that they would do it. And Mike is on the fence. Tim and Chad cannot make it. They're going to try to go in on Zoom. Obviously, we'll figure out a way to get them involved. But this is our next segment that we need to talk about because this is some horrible news. Tim and Chad are in Puerto Rico drafting for another league that was supposed to be us we were supposed to be in las vegas i i i know this news must come as a shock to you guys dave is just he's muted himself i can see him in the camera he's wailing gnashing of teeth i've never seen him so flustered well, what are your thoughts dave uh they're going to panama you said puerto rico puerto rico and we're going to uh <laughs> Frederick Maryland. Frederick. So, who Maryland. should really be jealous of who here? I'm, I'm just saying, there's still time for all of us to get tickets, fly down to Puerto Rico, and do the event there. I floated this uh, well, idea out before. We can kidnap <laughs> Justin. We'd have his brother, and his brother gives us permission, and his wife gives us permission. Yeah. It's legally allowed. Yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah, it's called the fantasy kidnapping loophole. <laughs> it's uh, rule three on our uh on we'll our get constitution uh, here and we'll get legal on that uh but <laughs> initially initially it looks like that's gonna be good oh, man league lawyer uh, <laughs> uh, next year we've got to try to do a destination draft I, I, it's still it's a dream right lot maybe if we don't want to do las vegas fine but lake house something that would be awesome yeah. but We'll do the Grand Canyon. We'll pick a hotel like 25 minutes away or something, you know, it'll be fine. Uh, All right. So that's Vegas, by the way, if if you didn't get that. Yeah. Okay. I I was sometimes I don't know with Byron. I make these jokes. He laughs, but I I, just right over. I can't always. Yeah. I can't always tell if he, if he's picking it up. Oh no, I didn't pick it up at all. (laughs) 
<laughs> I just laughed. I just moved on. I yeah. stopped. You guys yeah. know this. I stopped listening to you like yeah. halfway through. Once it gets past nine o'clock, I'm off. Like, yeah. Um, all right. So next up, we've got the big trade and only trade that happened this fantasy offseason between fancy footwork and streets meets. Uh, this is quite the doozy of a trade you pulled off here, Tyler. So I'm going to just read this off. Streets Meets sends Dak Prescott. Now, remember, it's actually you sent the rights to Dak Prescott uh, because he is uh, his last, the final year of his contract was 2021. And he received Jalen Hurts and Zay Jones. Now, there are some interesting stipulations to this trade. Streets Meets. Okay, wait. Let me just. Do you want me? Do you want me to run this out? I just want to. I'm just trying to. The way that you wrote it is a little weird, but I'll just read it off. Streets meets 2023 first round pick if Jalen Hurts starts 10 NFL games in 2022. So fancy footwork rule receive your first round pick next year if Jalen Hurts starts 10 games, which is almost guaranteed. Now it's important no, to remember no that at this time. Football, it was still possible for the Eagles to have drafted a quarterback when this trade was made. So. That was yes. a kind of contentious thing of what how Jalen Hurts would do. The second thing was uh, you fancy forward will receive your 2024 first round pick if Jalen Hurts finishes in the top eight um, for fantasy quarterbacks. And finally, fancy footwork will send their 2024 first round pick if Jalen Hurts starts less than eight games. So there is an interesting middle ground where neither first round pick could get traded. If Jalen Hurts only starts nine games, yeah. Uh, do you want me to 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 kind of give the behind the scenes work on this? You know what? Yes, but first I want to hear grades, and then I want you to explain because I feel like also some of your rationale will uh, <laughs> will be said in getting the background, and there I feel like it kind of you know I don't know. All right, yeah, no influencing the grades. All right, exactly. Dave, you want to take lead on the grade on this one? So I, I'm going to, I guess, obviously time will tell. Um, I'm going to grade this how I think the season will go. So I think Jalen Hurts will start more than 10 games. I think Jalen Hurts will use his legs. I think Jalen Hurts will be a good quarterback. Um, so Tyler gets a, a cheap, good quarterback. But in turn, if I'm reading this right, Tyler not only gave up the rights to Dak Prescott, will but will also have to give two first round picks, right? In that yes. situation, if he yeah, it depends so, on if he starts in top yep. eight right now. Yeah, so I'm gonna give this a an A and an A. Um, I think it, I think it makes sense for Tyler get a, a big name QB for cheap. Um, we know that that those are those can be very valuable in this league and and help help vault your team. Um, hopefully toward a, toward a playoff run. Um, I, I think on the other side, um, you know, fancy footwork was probably a piece or two away from making a serious run themselves deep into the playoffs last year. And um, did they end up, they did not win the division. They did win the division. I think they did win the division. I think okay. Drew came in second in that. They, okay. they won their division. Yes. Okay. So they, you know, they were just a piece away, probably ironically a Justin Jefferson away, but uh, they traded them. And, um, but this team has hit a lot on, on draft picks in the past and they're, they're getting two first rounders. They've got um, 
I think Travis Etienne's stock definitely going up. Javante Williams' stock probably up, and we'll talk about that later. But you get Dak Prescott, maybe you tag him, maybe you don't. Um, you know, they they obviously have a plan for him and, and how to keep him on their team. Um, but I I think it's I think it's a good long term move for that team to to keep you know their their playoff prowess alive for the next couple of years. You know. I am going to go, it's, I'm trying to put myself into the shoes of where I would have, you know, interpreted this trade back then, because obviously there was also the real life trade of AJ Brown going to the Eagles, which is another factor improving Jalen Hurts stock. Um, But I I think I'm going to give this, you know, honestly, I feel like I'm going to give this streets meat. I mean, Tyler, I'm going to give you, I think a B minus, and I think I'm going to give fancy footwork, oh, man, I, I think I'm going to give them a C plus. And so here's, here's my logic behind both of those. The thing, what I love about it and what I'm upgrading it with this trade is that you've got this $2 quarterback and now you have a team that can get to the playoffs, right? Like your team is now upgraded to the point where you could win something, but you haven't had any rookie draft picks for two years. Now you're potentially risking, you're you're almost guaranteed to lose another one in 2023. And it could, you could lose 2024, which means you've had no uh, additional talent that you had to, that you could have gotten for cheap, right? Rookie draft picks are the cheapest way to accumulate talent on your team. So you, you're kind of building this hole for yourself that I'm worried that it's going to be, you're going to struggle to get out of. So it is a, you have to win, right? Like you have to win the season to make this trade. All right. If you lose both of those first round picks, and that's a hard thing to do, regardless, even if you have a great team, it's not guaranteed. On the other hand, with fancy footwork, the reason why I'm kind of, dismal about this even though i do like the addition of dak prescott you know you cut her cousin that 69 dollars contract goes to dak prescott i think it's what's a 73 dollars franchise tag looks but like 71 still, right now you also don't have any picks this year you've you're losing digs you're losing dk metcalf you're losing Darren Waller. Your running back core is great, but your wide receiver core is about as empty as one could get. So I'm a little bit worried about both of the long, the, the, the long-term building of this, right? Like, and also what it means to do it this year. So we just have to see, again, if you get all the first round picks and we know fancy footwork can hit, hit on rookie draft picks, it's great. If Tyler wins this season, this trade is great. It's just there's so many factors in it that it concerns me a little bit. So that's that's kind of my rationale. Now, Tyler, what was your thinking? What was the background? I gave you both A's and Byron's over here saying I upgraded you to a D. <laughs> I said B minus. Yeah, you said C and B or something. I gave fancy footwork at C plus. <laughs> you know, there's this is great inflation, all right? And I'm just trying to temper expectations. Uh, we can't just be throwing out A's willy-nilly. So uh, it's a March I, trade. Everyone gets an A, yeah. man. Come on, A fucking man. <laughs> With that logic, actually, it's both of them A's. All right, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. Yeah, I I'll throw grades out too. Although obviously biased, um, I tend to agree with Byron on this. I think it's a B plus for me. Uh, time will tell. Uh, the the high risk of 
only having two draft picks in almost four years because uh, I'll still have Philly Citywide's first uh, in 23 thanks to the David Montgomery trade. But the high risk of only having mm. two draft picks means that the crater that I will be launching into with, if you look at my sheet, the eight of my top nine productive players are RFAs after the season. That is, I will be diving into a hole without my own picks in 24, right? Um, which is a huge, huge loss. But anytime, and I'll compare it to a real life team, uh, in the Rams, anytime you can go all in, make yourself as good as possible to win a championship, and you have the opportunity to do that, um, I, I I don't think there's a ceiling on cost to it. Um, the thing that's been missing from my roster was a cheap asset uh, that will, mm -hmm. a running quarterback who seems to be healthy, uh, we cannot overlook the injuries of the past two seasons to Dak Prescott um, and the amount of time he has missed in games that were critical to my team specifically. And I know that's like kind of random fantasy <laughs> matchup bullshit, but like literally the, the periods of time that Dak Prescott has missed are significant factors in my team underperforming to some degree. There are other things I've done with the roster that contribute to that. Um, additionally, and at the time this was unknown, Zay Jones got paid to go to Jacksonville. And I think that's overlooked a little bit every time we talk about this trade, but he's wide receiver four on this team now and a pretty good wide receiver four if Trevor Lawrence makes the leap he should make this year, or I believe he'll make anyways. Um, for God. Zach... I think that, not just Zach, sorry, for fancy footwork, I think this is an A-minus trade. They get Dak Prescott, they can franchise him at 71 because he is not going to be cheaper than that. Look at the Russell Wilson RFA from last year. Um, 71 is a good number to get him at for four years in the prime of his career on a team that is going to spend money and compete every year. Um, even if he has a down year this year, he gets two first round draft picks over the next two years to load up on the last two years of that DAC contract at 71 and be competitive for two years. Even if this year and next year are a down year for him, he has set himself up to win. They have set themselves up to win multiple titles potentially down the line with the way they draft, especially those, those two guys seem to never miss. Um, Etienne's not a miss. He was hurt in what's, basically a fluke injury and is going to come back strong, right? They don't. And Javante Williams, right? You look up and down that roster. It's players they've drafted. Even if they've traded them away, eventually Mike Williams, Justin Jefferson, they have drafted incredibly well. Um, yeah. They're, they're the second if, best drafters in the league. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> you don't think so? <clears throat> Who are you putting first? That's all. Scott. I mean, look at Scott. He, he, he's drafted yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. three of the, like, the rookies of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like sure. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barkley. What? Who's the? Other, who's his other picks? Yeah. Jamar Chase, and then and uh, Justin Herbert. Like, yeah, Justin okay. Herbert. So we're we're splitting hairs on like one A, one B, or one and two here. But like mm -hmm. those two teams, I think they're not like. Nope, lost oh. Tyler. Um, I, ironically, Jalen Hurts but... was uh, the ninth 
ranked fantasy QB last year. Yeah, um, I'm aware. Also, also drafted so, by Scott, by the way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, Jalen Hurts has moved around quite a bit. I don't know. I think I'm back now. But yeah, uh, oh, yeah. getting Jalen Hurts gives me the highest upside quarterback I've had since I've been in the league. Um, and then in, in the aftermath of all of this, A.J. Brown got traded to the Eagles. Yeah. Um, if so I know I needed... the luck of streets meets, Jalen Hurts will be hurt by week two, and you'll no, get no, a no, first no. round pick. He'll be he'll be hurt week ten. Eleven. He'll start. <laughs> oh and then yeah, get that's hurt. right. And <laughs> after, but somehow still managed to pull off a. He won't he's play the, the first one seven weeks by a wide margin for those first <laughs> ten weeks. So yeah. then he still finishes top eight. Uh, that you know that's fine. I've t- taken on a huge risk to to win this year this is the year right if i don't win it's over but is he does he have to start 10 weeks for the eagles or just 10 fantasy weeks no no no. because 10 fantasy weeks would have been too easy to manipulate i can just throw them on the bench it's 10 nfl games and 10 nfl games out of 10 nfl games out of the full season out of 17 17 games okay okay. yeah so if he's starting week 17 and it's his 10th start at doesn't matter that we're not pl- or week but 18 it, it doesn't matter that we're not right playing. if it was the playoffs no yeah uh, it's just in the regular season we'll we'll make sure that zach and jake and i are all on the same page but yeah, that yeah, should yeah. not be a a no yeah. it's regular season um all right so dave has to you know sing sweet lullabies uh to who will the soon to be next co-host of this podcast i'm sure she'll be ready what in a couple of weeks yeah I mean, she'll she'll probably be managing this team in a couple months yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah. you know I'll, um, I'll go to just podcast duties but. <laughs> so uh but one of the things that we wanted to do for this episode was talk about the upcoming rfas and we've got quite the doozy of players so i'm gonna just go off and just say immediately Three quarterbacks in the top, uh, three top quarterbacks, and really four if you want to count Ryan Tannehill. But there's Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, and Ryan Tannehill. But I think the most, in, I think all of them will probably be tagged, right? Except maybe Matthew Stafford because uh, Keith, whose team is the big TDs also has Debo Samuel. So you've got this very interesting decision that he has to make with two top players. Obviously Stafford hadn't, I mean, had a, I, I thought he had a great season, but apparently it was kind of up and down more than I paid it. I just didn't pay attention to him. So. Super, uh, Super Bowl champion, Matt Stafford. Oh, did sorry, my apologies. Lead I the league his. in interceptions last year in the regular season. Yeah. Um, but still put up great fantasy numbers. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but he – hold on, I pulled it up. Yeah, he, he was the fifth-ranked QB in fantasy, so ahead of your Jalen Hurts there. Um, yeah, I, I would not be surprised if if two or all three of those first three guys get tagged. Um, I was hoping you wouldn't mention Tannehill, and he'd just kind of slip under the radar a little. But, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if – I mean, he might be the, the first QB name available um, in our phase, and – we know how that tends to go. So maybe won't be as cheap as, as I hope, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, here's the question and, and Tyler, I'll direct this at you. We saw some pretty big contracts go out 
um, what, $75 for Russell Wilson. I think it was like 81 or 82 for Lamar Jackson. And then as the draft went on, we saw players like Kirk Cousins get, what, $60? It was like, yeah, I think it was like a $60 contract. You know, is there a $15 difference between a Russell Wilson and a Kirk Cousins? If Kirk Cousins is going for 60 and a Matt Ryan is going for 60, don't we expect if these players go onto market, it'd be more expensive? It, I'll take that in two parts. Uh, is there a $15 difference between Russell Wilson and who was the second person? You, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, no. Matt Ryan. No, there's not last year. Absolutely not. Um, oh, oh, wait, wait. I mean, are you, you're factoring in Russell Wilson who missed. Right. Who but, missed but that's what I'm saying. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, but Russ, even before, Russell Wilson started 14 games last year. Yep. He sure he did. Missed, he missed three weeks. Okay. Yeah. But like his hand was like limp for the first. I understand. Games. But <laughs> is the, the question is, is Russell Wilson. And I don't think he's a good example. The question really is, is Kyler Murray worth $15 more. Oh yeah. Than... I forgot Kyler Murray. How did I? Miss yeah, that? you did. So the, if you look at the top, it's Dak, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, Kyler Murray. And then there is a significant teardrop down to the next two, Daniel Jones and uh, Ryan Tannehill. Right. Oh, hold are... on a significant oh. drop to Tannehill. And then if you I'm go down, about... down, 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 you get to Daniel Jones. <laughs> Where did they finish in fantasy points last year, though? Uh, Tannehill, 12. They're 100 points apart, right? Daniel Jones. Uh, I can't even count Oh, no, that sorry. High. That's 2020. That's yeah. 2020 years. Anyways, yeah. uh, Daniel Jones and Ryan Tannehill. It, if you want to put an ocean between them fantasy-wise, I disagree. But real life, absolutely. <laughs> um, fantasy-wise, there's not. I mean, the quarterbacks get bunched up after you get through all the top 10 guys with the rushing upside or that are on prolific passing offenses. That's just how it works. Um, Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford, Tom Brady, and Dak Prescott are in a different tier than the next two available. Um, and there is a absolutely a $15 difference there. Um, I think overspending on those top guys franchise tagging any of those four makes sense. If you're going to use the franchise tag, which Dave won't on Ryan Tannehill, because I believe he's going to use it on Josh Allen again. Um, Most likely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think yes. it's probably the smart decision. You have to yeah, think yeah. about it for a little while though. Don't you? Sure. Doesn't. Yeah. Uh, right. We'll sit in the sauna. We'll, you know, we'll decide we'll sit down with the players. And there okay, also won't be as uh, much there's a sauna in Byron's house, by the way, for those who don't know. Oh yeah. This is, yeah I forgot. There's a sauna. <laughs> there. There won't be as much money to go around this year either um, as we won't have two brand new teams with basically cheap contracts or largely empty rosters um, to go around looking like star hunting from scratch. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But, but I, st I still think you're going to see those guys go for 70 to $80. You know, I, I'm going to push back and say I disagree. The fact that we have owners that have established teams now is going to actually make contracts go even higher because what's going to happen is they're going to release fewer the players that they hit on, like the JD McKissick for the best TDs, the Jalen Waddle, um, uh, 
Breezewood. It's like the Breezewood something. Nuts. Nuts. Breezewood nuts. The Breezewood nuts. They've locked in on um, the Eagles wide receiver. The other one. Um, uh, it's really great. Jalen Rager. That uh, can't remember any fucking names of a player. Devontae Smith. Thank you, Devontae Smith. Um, you know, they have, they're going to drop all of their super expensive players like a Christian McCaffrey, who's going to be on their team for $100. I can't imagine at least that he, Keith was able to keep him. Um, they're going to drop him. And then, you know, there's less good players in the pool because they've hit on the cheap players that will stay on their team. And that means there's just going to be an even bigger free for all when we get to free agency. But maybe I'm off my rocker there. I, I, I personally think we should see quarterbacks values increase slightly I, I think it's way too close to have those that top tier of players um you know be only 20 bucks away from a matt ryan or a, a kirk kirk cousins now the other interesting you part think about baker mayfield will go for 65 dollars again this year um now interestingly while we have a nice pool of quarterbacks at least currently before franchise tax gets applied we don't have the same for running backs the running back is pretty sparse on rfas the top headliner derrick henry then we also have josh jacobs david montgomery miles sanders if you remember that 2019 draft was a little bare bones um and then we've got like another tier where we've got you know damian harris Probably after that, another tier where we've got Devin Singletary. Um, I don't think I've missed anyone. Oh, Daryl Henderson uh, definitely is in that. I think uh, you can put Tony Tony Pollard in this in this same group. You know, Tony Pollard is an interesting one, but let's not talk about Tony Pollard just yet because I I could actually go on a rant about Tony Pollard and, and the potential. But let's just talk about the top tier guys first. What, what are, are your again? thoughts, Dave? Uh, I mean, outside of Derrick Henry, awful, right? Yeah, it's it's not the biggest names. Um, I think a couple like Kamara and McCaffrey probably won't be retained just because of their value. Yeah. Um, so there'll be a couple big names out there, but um, but yeah, Derrick Henry. Um, I mean, I I would guess sixteen teams are eyeing him uh, if if he comes up and. Outside of that, there's definitely going to be a bigger drop. And, um, yeah, money will probably be spent on the QBs because those are the running backs that we'll be bidding on. Yeah. I I actually – I think the value of the Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, Tony Pollard, Damian Harris, uh, that group I think is going to end up – and we see it every year a little bit – they're going to end up going higher than we think because they're going to be what's available and teams like quite frankly, mine or uh, some of these other teams always messing up the running back market. No, but what I'm saying is, well, yes, for, for sure. But what I'm saying is these teams that are a player away who miss out early on some of the big names or that can convince themselves they're a player away, just a depth piece away are going to be willing to spend 30, 25, 35, $45 on these RB three and fours. Um, I mean, uh, how much money did you say? I said 25, 35, even 40 bucks on some of these guys. Yeah. But last year we had two running backs go for like $80. Yeah. Well, we're still going to see that. We're still going to see that. That's Derek Henry Henry, Kamara and McCaffrey. Yeah. But for RFAs, it's just, just Henry this year. Yeah. I mean, $25 would be a steal. $40 is I think a, 
is painful personally. It just depends, especially I maybe, you know, I'm what uh I'm what is Kareem Hunt Josh Jacobs fan, but last season was pretty concerning. David Montgomery, I've never been a really big fan of, but you know, he puts the stats up though. He puts the he stats does. up. So he's probably the next bet. I mean, the, and let's face it, Derek Henry. I mean, we just assume he'll keep doing what he's doing, except that he's been on this legendary pace. Eventually the, the tread wears out, right? Like he can't keep doing what he's doing. I yes, mean, no one bid on Derrick Henry. Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> but I mean, that's the question. I just, I, 42. Yeah. I, I yeah, just that, that's probably know. the range. Kareem Hunt I, that's what I'm saying though. 42 last year. That's, 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 that's probably what I'm the saying. Range. Kareem Hunt went for 42 and he's an RB two, three. Yeah. Granted. And, and to counter your point though, there is a big difference between Hunt being the leftover running back, right? Where people didn't bid high enough, which was my original point with the quarterbacks with other positions where they have extra money left over and then they have to overspend on inferior players. When re- the reality was is that they should have spent more on the top end players at the beginning of the draft. Second, you know, Hunt being last, Josh Jacobs, Dean, um, uh, I'm sorry, I just Montgomery because I'm tired. David Montgomery, Miles Sanders, all of these players are going to be four, five, and six in the RFA list, like where we go down. And then there's going to be Christian McCaffrey starting UFA off. Can you really justify spending $40 on a Josh Jacobs when Christian McCaffrey could go for 70, right? Like that's the kind of logic I think that needs to get applied. And that's where I think it gets so interesting with this year's RFA. Would you rather have, um, we'll end it with this. Would you rather have Josh Jacobs and David Montgomery or Christian McCaffrey? I'll take this one first because I've done this. Christian McCaffrey. I'd yeah. rather have the one I've tried to do this. I, yeah. You need that top tier yeah. player. At the end of the day, I think you need that top tier player. If you've already got him in place, like Jonathan Taylor on a fucking 20, sorry, first cuss word of the night here, $22 <laughs> contract or whatever it is. Sure. Take the two $40 guys. But if you're missing that top end talent, mm-hmm. that's what wins you the league is having someone who the gap between one and two is big. The gap between two and three and four is big. And the gap from four on down is an ocean. So yeah, if and- you get one of those big names, it can vault you into the top two or three in the league quickly. And as the Jonathan Taylor owner, I think I'd rather have my running back to be Christian McCaffrey, right? Because if both, I mean, we've seen it. We don't even have to speculate, right? There's no conjecturing necessary. We've seen it. The home run hitters had the winning combination of Christian McCaffrey and Derrick Henry and essentially nobody else and still propelled their team to two, three playoff runs in a row. And was there, there may have even made the Super Bowl uh one year yeah. i don't remember they did yeah. they made the finals one year yeah yeah i mean that's the kind of level top tier yeah. running backs and that's where i just i i think the market got out of whack and maybe one solution is that we eliminate that rfas and ufas are drafted separately we have with the new draft sheet that we use we could do both simultaneously and it not be confusing for the commissioner but that's a rule change issue okay uh so Anyways, let's just talk about wide receivers really quick. Um, half my team is on here from wide receivers. Uh, we've got Debo Samuels as the number one wide receiver. We also have A.J. Brown, Deontay Johnson, 
my other wide receivers. Harry McLaurin on there. Harry McLaurin, uh, Scary Terry, and um, DK Metcalf. I mean, that is a pretty sick wide receiver list, and that's not all of them, but those are the I was about to say, you missed you missed Marquise Brown, I think. In oh, there. Hollywood Brown, another one of my players before, by the way. I'm just saying. Yeah. Hunter Renfro on there as well. Like, they're, th- this wide receiver list is deep. Deep. Absolutely. Oh, uh, Will Fuller and and Will Fuller. Like and Will, Will Fuller, Fuller like, if he signs on a team. Yeah, he'll be on somebody's team. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's much to say. I don't really have any points except for maybe wide receivers should people should spend less on wide receivers. I'm not really sure outside of Devonte. Like, if I was as a manager, I think I'd be allocating more money to running backs and quarterbacks than wide receivers. Now, I just realized that I have that statement was meant to be honestly said, but I also have three wide receivers on here. Who I <laughs> right to, so that could be obviously advantageous <laughs> to me if I'm telling you not to spend money. Just on spend them. money on AJ Brown, <laughs> Deontay Johnson, yeah, and then Derry McClure. Completely <laughs> fine with that. Um, yeah, I just, I just can't see. It, they just so, you know, you, you need a squad of them. You, you rather have them be cheaper, I feel like. And I think Dave has done the best job of, acquiring wide receiver talent for cheap at the end of the draft. Uh, you know, you've gotten guys like Devonte Parker, you've gotten guys like um, uh, the Vikings second wide receiver on their team. You know, the, the, I think Antonio this is, Brown, Antonio Brown. I mean, that was pretty, you know, I offered Keith a first for him last year after he stole him from me. I Good thing. You said no, Keith. God. Wow. Wow. Uh, well, wow, that's devastating. But anyways, yeah. uh, does anyone have anything else to say on the wide receivers before we move on? Uh, no, some big names there. I think it'll um, it'll be fun. Fun for sure. Yeah. All right. So we have one more segment, but I think, unfortunately, Dave has to go. Uh, so what do you want to do here, Dave? You want to just... No, you guys, you guys keep going. I'm going to jump. I'll uh, enjoy listening. All right. Sounds good. So the next segment that we're going to look for is we're going to look at the Duloc division. And we are going to review best and worst things that happened to them this off season. Uh, Tyler, do you want to kind of just kick us off with Rams are the best kind of go over what you think stock up stock down is for this team? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, One, this is my division. So I'll try to leave all bias at the door, but that's going to be, you know, a little tough here. Um, Rams are the best really has this kind of uh, dichotomous off season on their roster. Mm-hmm. They, they get Josh Allen, who is only going to be more motivated by what happened. And for every one of these, you can like, every time we name another name, it's going to be the opposite direction. So then you have Ryan Tannehill who yes, is an RFA. So he may not even match that depending on where that ends up, but Ryan Tannehill there, You've got Derrick Henry, who's should be eking out of his prime and just had a injury at the end of last season, bounce back well. But his offense has been eviscerated. Um, I don't know who he's throwing the ball to. Uh, you've got Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, who should see some more touches, both of them, mm-hmm. but they'll be splitting those touches. You've got Tua, who got a huge, huge upgrade this offseason, um, all around that off offense quite frankly i think they've upgraded um but then if you go 
Further down the list, Devin Singletary, running back, had a rookie drafted in a pretty decent spot uh, breathing down his neck. Uh, Adam Thielen's getting a year older. DeAndre Adam Hopkins Thielen gonna... was the second, the Vikings wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Adam Thielen got a year older on a, you know, middle-level contract. It's his last year. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to miss half the season. Uh, not half, but, you know, a solid third plus. You keep going down. You look at someone like Marcus Mariota, stock way up. He's the starting quarterback in Atlanta uh, with probably not too much pressure. He's, Ivy Kenny. He's got Marcus Mariota. That lucky. Son. And hold on. It gets better. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky. Wow. What a win. God damn. That is impressive. I did not see that. Wow. And then he's got, but then he's got Raheem Mostert. So he's got kind of this mixed bag where he's definitely going to be potentially looking at cutting it. And, not to mention Chris Carson, who is coming off a neck injury that might have ended his career more or less at this point. Uh, we saw Rashad Penny play well down the stretch, which we'll get to in a minute. But they took a running back as well, and not just any running back. They took one of the better running backs on the board. So that his Dave's offseason is going to be interesting. His team is definitely like on the whole stock slightly up. Yeah, uh, I think. Now that I he's got to have some holes to fill, though. Now that I see Mariota and Trubisky, I've got to say stock way up, right? Like you referenced it, Tua got Tyreek Hill. You know, I'm going through mostly the bigger names. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, though, he lost. So those two kind of even out. That being said, DeAndre Hopkins for $60, you, you know, considering how he played last year, you're probably upgrading that position or getting a better performance for $60, maybe even getting a discount on that um, and, and getting better production. Um, you've got Rashad Bateman who, you know, Hollywood Brown, we already referenced. Yeah, I, yeah. I missed that one. Sorry, but yes, no, Rashad no, Bateman yeah. stock way, way, way up, up. Right. And yes. then you've got Chris Carson who, you know, kind of a down, but if you're telling me he just landed and he has four quarterbacks on his roster, that is phenomenal. Even if those players are, let's face it, journeyman at best. Um, that's still a huge win for the 2022 season. And he can probably leverage those into either draft picks or some kind of positional play. Yeah, I, so I think that's the, the, is Dave's team stock up or stock down from the NFL offseason? It's probably exactly where it was before mm -hmm. on the whole. Yeah. Um, what, you, what we can't factor in and what has been a really interesting up and down trade market is the the fact that he has five starting quarterbacks on his roster let's just assume ryan Tannehill sticks around somehow right he'll have he has you know a sixth of the league a seventh of the league day one starters yeah yeah i mean we'll have to see what happens in training camp and all of that and but i mean it is hard to trade those players too we saw uh drew try to trade um jones uh david jones daniel jones yeah but daniel, daniel jones, jones is it. a but the thing with daniel jones is it's it's not the same daniel jones is a an asset with a like super known value mitch trubisky and Mariota are coming into new situations and there's always that excitement when and and they are two dollar mm. players this year mm. yeah it's an interesting take interesting take all right Let's go on to Mike Ryan because I don't want to stay up too yeah, late. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, this team, I think, is actually 
probably in the stock up zone. We have, I mean, the biggest question mark is obviously Deshaun Watson. We have yet to hear as of right now what the results of his suspension will be. I personally think that the NFL is going to kind of get off of their year long suspension thing and not because he doesn't deserve it. I absolutely think he does deserve it, but I just see this being a whole PR, you know, the NFL is being so tough, you know, they can blame the arbiter for whatever the decision is. So they're just trying to spin this in it the best or, you know, to get the best public perception of the league as possible when they really don't care about what the outcome is whatsoever. Um, I, I personally think he probably gets somewhere between seven and eight games. Um, but we'll see. I would be, I would be happy except for, you know, unfortunately what the result is for Mike that if Deshaun Watson, you know, has a little bit, gets a, gets a little bit more than just a slap on the wrist. Um, the other things that I think are kind of interesting is he's got Christian Kirk, who's now Trevor Lawrence's number one wide receiver. You said before, if Lawrence can make that next jump this season, uh, that could be very good for Christian Kirk. I don't think he's a great player, but you never know. I mean, he could have a Stefan Diggs revolution. Well, I don't know if that's a, wow, I want to say it, but anyways, he could have a very good season and it could spark both of their careers. You never know. He's got Amari Cooper, which would be great if it wasn't for the fact that Amari Cooper is $80. So I think without a doubt, you cut that, uh, you know, he lost Corey Davis. That's unfortunate. Uh, just be, I, I shouldn't say he lost him. He's still on the jets, but they drafted Garrett Wilson and with Elijah Moore, just hard to see that Corey Davis becomes anything reliable. The most interesting thing, at least of recent news, is probably Ronald Jones. Fournette came into camp at 260. We know Fournette has had exercise issues and, you know, like just stopped caring when he was with the Jaguars. That's why they released him. Um, so I don't know. Actually, is Ronald Jones still on the, their team? I was going to let you finish, but uh, he's on the Chiefs now. He's on the Chiefs now? Yeah, so so oh. in a similar vein, he's kind of going to be better. It is. He's still going to be second or third on that depth chart. Uh, it's a kind of you've still got Derek Core and Jarek McKinnon lingering for what that's worth. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, they're going to leave him yeah. in there as the nominal starter. Yeah, uh, I actually I'll, I'll jump in here. I actually take the opposite view. I think this team is stocked down. The word out of Pittsburgh is Najee Harris is going to get about 50 less touches because they want him to last uh, through this little rough patch. Mark Andrews got his payday. Um, it's not as big of a drop-off in the NFL as it is in the NBA and Major League Baseball, but paydays, uh, usually contract years, give you a big boom. Um, I do like the Christian Kirk contract at $9 and going to Jacksonville being the number one. Um is he going to be a top 20 receiver in the league that we're in where receiver is the deepest position? Uh, hard to say. Amari Cooper might be if Deshaun Watson plays. And I'm going to couch this Deshaun Watson conversation in. It's unfortunate that we have to talk about this human being at all, but mm -hmm. we are involved in fantasy football. So we're going to. Um, he's disgusting. And I wish that the option was that he never played football again, mm -hmm. but that's not how it works. So 
at $42 this year, if he does play half the season and Mike Ryan can find a way to get some more talent on this roster, because quite frankly, a ton of money is coming off the books for him. Um, and he can just kind of tread water to get to four and four mm-hmm. or even three and four. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun Watson comes back. I would honestly consider holding Amari Cooper if we hear the Deshaun Watson suspension is six games. If we hear it's eight games, I would think about it at least if I'm Mike. I don't know that I'd do it, but I'd think about it. I think I would cut. I mean, you know, the number one wide receiver last year, I think, was $69. It was Tyree Kill. I think $80 is just way too high. I think you, if you really wanted to retain Amari Cooper, you could and still get a discount, especially because he's also completely inconsistent. Like, you know, uh, that's the only thing I would say to that. But I think all very astute points. And, you know, just because we're talking about it with Deshaun Watson, you know, personally, I just view these as players, uh, at least on my fantasy team, as ones and zeros. I understand, like, I, I would yep. never you know, reach out to the, I know that there are fantasy people who will reach out to them on Twitter and yell at them. That absolutely boggles my mind that you would, you know, can't disconnect a name on a sheet that has numbers next to it to an actual human being. They're not, even though one is obviously related to the other, there's no reason you should reach out because your fantasy team lost, but that's how I can keep a player like Watson on my team and not care is it's, it's ones and zeros at the end of the day. And and I can still hate the actual human being, but, or dislike the other human being. I understand that there is nothing proven with this, but you know, so many women come out. It's hard to, especially when there's already Watson has admitted to sexual conduct. It was just that, you know, he's saying that it was uh, consensual and there 24 people are saying it wasn't consensual. Yeah, I think that's when it it kind of sways the mind. But let's not talk about that anymore, and let's move on to the best TDs. You want to take us Um, away? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So we're going to, with the caveat that a lot of these players won't be on his roster because of, I, I don't know that he's doing a complete tear it down to the studs rebuild, but this team is going to get some rebuilding done. It's just too expensive where it sits. But I do think that a lot of players on his team are stock up this year it's just that they won't be on his team in a month mm-hmm. or two months right but if you look at matt stafford uh that roster is equal or better his receiving core um debo samuel got paid paid and is going to have trey lance throwing the ball to him that's a mixed bag of tricks but it makes that offense more dynamic and is going to be up jimmy g is the one who is the big stock down for them jalen waddle i think is going to have a better year on the field. Um, it might not translate to fantasy. Patty Fry on the Steelers stock up. Uh, there is, I'm not saying Mitch Trubisky's good, but, and we'll touch on this every time we talk about a Steelers receiver. He is better than the Ben Roethlisberger we saw for the past two seasons. Um, CMC just got a upgrade at quarterback, I think. Um, so stock up for him. After that, a lot of these guys aren't even worth talking about. Juju, though, big, big stock up going from yeah coming off of that injury and ending up in Kansas City as the number one receiver, maybe the second target, but number one receiver with the declining Kelsey. That's a huge win for him. I know he's going to 
probably tear this roster apart. I would be looking to hold on to Juju and see if I can bounce back in 23 and have him at $37 next year on the Chiefs. Yeah, I think that that's the biggest win is definitely Juju's. Um, that's going to be, it could be huge for him, obviously. I, I disagree with you with Jalen Waddle. I think that Tyreek Hill, like J- J- Jalen Waddle's success was predicated on this simple kind of drag route, very simple routes Touches. where, you know, he relied on his speed to get across the middle and catch an open ball. Well, you know, are you going to, if, if your offense is centered around this player, why not put the upgrade ver- upgraded version of Jalen Waddle in Tyreek Hill, who's got 30 pounds more on him and it's, you know, arguably faster. I, I, it seems pretty straightforward to me that that's who you'd center your team around. And you'll, they'll probably move Jalen Waddle to the outside drag coverage to the, over the top. You know, I, I don't think he'll be bad, but I think, I think he was more of a system player than he was an absolute star talent. Um, and I think that's going to hurt him. The other player that I think is interesting is JD McKissick. Obviously he got a lot of points out of McKissick early in the season, almost went to Buffalo, then didn't. I'm interested because I believe the commanders also drafted a third, uh, sure did. A, a third round running back which just makes me kind of think this is going to be a three headed monster with Antonio Gibson, probably being the, you know, one a, but JD McKissick and, uh, with Robin, Brian Robinson, is that his name? The Alabama yes. guy. Yeah. And, and their draft pick last year, Jarrett Patterson, who is on this roster. Uh, they, they are I a fan. So unfortunately yeah. they're going to use all of their running backs at yeah. some point in games. It, all of their stock is down. And as you've talked about it, I've, changed my mind uh this is this team is stocked down based on who he's keeping yeah right that's where this is going to end up yeah yeah, yeah. um and it's just going to be kind of a rough year all right i'm going to finish it off with your team and i mean my god this is a this is stock up if i've ever heard it i'm just going to go very quickly through it jalen hurts obviously guts aj brown and just a better team overall with the eagles Derek carr gets Devonte adams nick chubb potentially gets watson in the playoffs um michael Pittman gets matt ryan kind of maybe up in the air i think probably um carson wentz was a better player for his style you know, just kind of toss the ball up and chuck and it, get it, chuck yeah. it down there. Yeah. But still, it's not like Matt Ryan is that worse. And honestly, he could be better just by, you know, not making stupid mistakes with the ball. Uh, then you've got CD Lamb, who became the number one wide receiver uh, on the Cowboys because we just talked about it. What's his face went to the Browns. Amari um, Cooper. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel Davis. Uh, now's the wide receiver two in Buffalo obviously had a wonderful playoffs uh, stretch. So you're up, you're pretty much hoping that that kind of maintains. Uh, I the probably only Alan Lazard all of a sudden upgrades the wide receiver one or two. Hard to tell with the, with the how the Packers are going to play out. We'll have to wait till preseason. I think what's his face, started. Garrett. I think their rookie is going to be wide receiver one there, but I, Lazard is wide receiver two and 120 some targets yeah the 
the player with the single largest target share of their team in the entire NFL is no longer on that roster. So, yeah. So the <laughs> one downside is Rashad Penny, who, you know, they drafted uh, the running back in the second round. Uh, Kenneth so, Walker. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so I, do not think that he is probably going to get much play this season, but he, he could still come in, obviously um, take early leads. If the rookie takes a little while to get kind of started, but I mean, you're talking about just a wonderful off season for you. Uh, yeah. I mean, just c- congratulations. I mean, you must've been pretty excited as all this news came in. Uh, yeah. I would even go a little farther down this list. Uh, you get to Sammy Watkins went to Green Bay where there is a, a technically I announced that I cut him but was then told that I can't cut RFAs uh, so he is, remains on my roster he's not an uh, RFA. except that he's not an RFA so he should no longer be on there and Zay Jones should be in his place uh, but no, someone you, like you, you cut you, you cut a player because you thought you didn't have enough cap space. Yeah. But you don't have to have you can have be over the cap space. There's no reason yeah. to cut him until uh, yeah. cut day. That's what I was yeah. saying. So Tommy Trimble, tight end, second year, uh, gets he's in Carolina. He mm-hmm. gets uh, I think they drafted someone over him, but uh, well, Baker's there Baker. now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Edo Benjamin is now the running back two behind James Conner, who, while he's going to get the majority of the workload, Eno Benjamin, Listen. they've wanted to get him into this rotation for years and for two years. And James Conner isn't without a checkered injury history. Um, I, yeah, I think stock up, up and down this roster, um, Okay, now you're just roster baiting. There's, I, I, there's no reason to talk about you know Benjamin at all. Uh, I, no, yes, yeah, but kidding. those are the it's kind of guys. Good. If you look at your right, you look at your roster last year. An injury happens to Josh Jacobs, but you have deep reserves of of players, right? You need those guys who make mm-hmm. or break it, and that's yeah. what happens every year. Uh, absolutely, with 16 teams now, you know wide receiver fours and fives can make the difference. Like if you don't have the roster for it, it's kind of shocking, but I think I need to go to bed now because my brain is completely stopped working and I can barely remember any players names. Tyler. I mean, it's good to be back, man. I'm just, I'm just happy to talk to you. I'm happy. Even though you live like three minutes away, we were talking about it. You you need to come over. I'll set up a couple of mics. We'll have a couple of beers. That'll be a weekly tradition. Oh, I'm, we are, We'll be there next week, if not uh, the following. All right. So uh, on the docket for next week, we should be moving into what, your division? Yeah, we're going to be uh, into the Mahomes division. We'll be talking about best and worst. We're also going to take a quick look at what What do you feel like? Maybe rules? I feel like we've got to have our owners meeting pretty soon. So let's talk about upcoming rules and things that we think the league should at least consider. And uh, yeah, I think that'll be a pretty good episode. So thank you all for attending and or listening or whatever the fuck. And uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Don't forget cut day is coming and uh, to get your rule proposals in. Uh, have a good week. All right, peace. Mm-hmm.